0: Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout and discussing everything that has been taking place in the geek world over the past 168 hours, well, give or take, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to episode number 200. I'm Schmidty. I'm Zonner. And I'm Zook. And this is episode 200 of the Stolen Droids Podcast.
0: We made it! Woo! 200. <laughs> you know, I didn't think we'd see two.
1: <laughs> we're not quite enough soldiers to defeat the Persians, but still. But I can has two hundred.
0: <laughs> the the three hundred weren't enough either. They just ended up. That's a, down. That's a good point.
1: Yeah, once we get to episode one thousand, then I guess I can start talking about defeating another army. Um, I'm super tired, and we had a lot of plans. Like we we're going to like bring out special guests and voices from the past and. You know, not like seances, just getting interviews again with people that we've gotten in the past. What I had, um,
2: I totally had nikolas Tesla. I
1: have
0: wind my up. Ouija board already, dude.
1: <laughs> I had Nicholas Cage, which is almost as creepy, but it just didn't come to pass, and and we uh, did not come to fruition. And we apologize to all of our faithful listeners. But you know, you just wait for episode two fifty. That'll be the big one.
0: Episode two hundred one should be entertaining, though. <laughs> Comic Con. So.
1: No, guys, guys, we're, we're selling this episode short. We want them to listen to this episode, too. So episode 200 <laughs> will still be fun. Don't don't like delete this one and wait for next uh, week's.
2: I've already botched it. I, I, I just realized I said Nicholas Tesla. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I totally didn't catch that. But that's the reason I said <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Uh, um, look at what you're happens. doing.
0: You are bring us all down and we're going to have Nicholas Cage on our show. That's the only way I can look good with you guys, if I bring you down to my level. (laughs) Nikola
1: Tesla is actually uh, Nikolai Tesla's younger brother. Uh, He was (laughs) a failed actor in his day as well. Um, He couldn't count to 200. (laughs) No, no. Uh, Hey, we are brought to you by You our Fans, who have tuned in and listened to us, uh, some of you since the very beginning. I'm not really sure why you like to torture yourselves that way, but we're really grateful you do, because without you, Frankly, we wouldn't still be doing this. Um, our friends who have always believed in us over at cryptonradio.com Gene and Susan, um, big, big props to you guys. Uh, you've really always been there for us. Uh, our good friends at trekradio.net, Hick, uh, Riza, it Riza. I think it's Riza. I've only seen her name written. She's never actually talked to me personally, so I have no clue. Um, <laughs> but... Again, everyone there has always uh, supported us. And our new friends, Joe at Radio KSCR, uh, who uh, has helped us expand our show to another station. So we really owe you guys a lot. Uh, We thank you for the last 200 episodes. uh, Sorry, last 199 episodes in the three minutes of this one.
2: And don't forget uh, Lee from Waves of Tech.
1: Stephen Lee, Waves of of Tech. Yep, yep. The only other podcast um, that we, we happily share airwaves with uh technically cuz we don't get broadcasted over the waves um but yeah uh, they've helped us greatly we met them at uh, the podcast awards a couple of years ago helped us out with our audio we helped them out with their site great guys over there you should check them out over at uh, techcast studios um yeah netcast studios netcast. i have been working this week like around the clock so if you're wondering why it sounds like i'm totally out of it it's because i'm entirely out of it
0: well, and we need to give a quick shout out to our fallen homies as well. Stark, who was one of the original on the show.
1: He's like an O D. Yes. He not overdose. He's an original, original droid. droid. And, and then yeah.
0: and then our other homies who have fallen, Dollface, who I assume just like tripped or something um into her gigs that she's doing with Geek Girls Corp and whatnot. But she's still part of our family, and we do appreciate her. And then Colin, who literally, as far as we know, has truly fallen. Uh, he
1: actually fell onto a bed of spikes. It's a uh, yeah. There was like a tiger pit outside in his yard, and he ran right on into that.
0: Yeah, it, it was like True something staring. out of the Vietnam War. Some some booby uh, trap. And
1: I'm sure he'll be better by uh, next episode. Let's True to hope nature, so. he did he did die. So that's, I mean. We hinted at it last episode that he may be a time lord. I've determined he's the worst time lord ever. I mean, all the other ones last longer than a week. Have you noticed that? He's the only time lord who dies every other week. And he always comes back with the same face. He's <laughs> he's the time lord that like has to wear a helmet because he keeps hitting his head into the wall. It's a <laughs> special Tardis, one.
0: This is his Tardis yellow.
2: <laughs> it's it's a short Tard- Tardis. <laughs>
0: It really is small on the inside. Um, We want to give another
1: shout out to our other friends, Um, uh, Alexander, who was a contributor back in the day. uh, Rio or Iodissium, another contributor who's been on a few times. Uh, Our many friends, uh, celebrities that have uh, have deigned to be in our presence.
0: (laughs) Really, we were we're honored to be in theirs.
1: Yeah, they're slumming it. I thought I was like the honorary droid. Well, yeah. Well, Ruff was on for episode 100, remember?
2: Yeah.
0: Two years ago. (laughs) And it really only seems like a year and 11 months ago.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Time just flies.
1: Um, Yeah. So thanks to all of you. Thanks to all of our, our comrades. Thanks to all of our supporters, our sponsors. Couldn't do it without you. Well we could. We just wouldn't. We wouldn't do it without you. <laughs> um, into our headlines this week. Well first off, no feedback, strangely. Um I challenged everyone out there to try and identify our theme music and no one could. I'm gonna leave it open another week. See if anyone even has any ideas, because I'll take even ideas.
0: Crap, I forgot what it was. <laughs> I knew
1: I'm dumb. You'll be disappointed when I tell you. I'll just say that. So, uh, yeah, feedback at droidscom Give us a call at 801-917-GEEK. We have been getting a lot more voicemails, and all of them are spam. So
2: Asking for Chris?
0: Or... <laughs> now, you just said... I, I just remembered what it was, by the way, the theme music. You said you'd be disappointed when they found out. Is that, like, disappointed because they expect more from us? Or disappointed because they expect less from us
1: um yes
2: <laughs> or is it fewer they expect fewer from us.
0: <laughs> no because we can't count how many times we disappoint our listeners <laughs> and, or offend and fewer would be a numerical
2: fewer thing. errors not the german kind <laughs>
0: <laughs> not the kind you know with how, the little
1: mustaches you know how on facebook you can like something um well duh everyone knows that <laughs> we should add like a counter to our episodes where you can like mark offended or disappointed
0: or you can do both <laughs> offend appointed <It's>...
1: yes <laughs> okay uh let's go into our headlines and the first up those dirty north koreans right into the insults no not really how about those they're dirty because dirty they don't
0: have showers
1: Well, they don't have running water, that's true. Um, No, it turns out, remember how we said that the FBI was quite positive that it was North Korea who hacked Sony, and everyone else was going, no, no, it just doesn't make sense, and the director of the FBI came out and said, look, you haven't been seeing the information I've been seeing. I have access to stuff you don't. Trust me, it was them. What came out this week, we learned how he knew, and it's because we hacked them first.
2: Not we uh, and stolen droids. Just yeah.
1: <laughs> three guys from Utah hacked all of North Korea. Actually, that may not be totally inaccurate. Um,
0: we do have the NSA facility here.
1: <laughs> and between us, we have three laptops, which is almost double North Korea's entire computing power. True. <laughs> um, you
0: forget our smartphones, dude.
1: Oh, that's true.
2: <laughs> so quadruple
0: there.
1: So um it turns out the NSA had this long-running program to infiltrate all of North Korea's infrastructure and had done so years ago and have been keeping track on everything they've been doing. They've been aware, which means they knew when the hack started at Sony. This answers a few questions like how we're so sure it was them, but it raises some other questions like... Oh, I don't know. Why didn't the NSA warn Sony what was about to happen or what was currently happened or what had just happened?
0: That's Uh, a really good question. I think from what they're saying, it sounds like the attacks didn't look like anything out of the ordinary from what they were accustomed to seeing. And so...
2: Yeah, I think the NSA would only get involved if it was a matter of national security. And hacking Sony isn't a matter of national security seeing how sony first of all isn't an american company and second of all the hacks weren't doing anything that you know could have caused any physical harm the
1: nation hinges on what people think of angelina jolie schmitty this was vital to national security and stability our economy economy could have taken a real nosedive and ruffle back me up on that i'm sure (laughs) I overlooked that point. Thank you for bringing that up.
0: They also say that American intelligence agencies, quote, couldn't really understand the severity of what was coming once these attacks started in in late November. They they didn't know that this was going to escalate to the point where they were saying, we're going to bomb theaters with suicide bombers if you guys show this movie.
1: That is kind of taking it up to 11, you know? If... Not that I'm condoning any of this behavior. I want to make that very clear. I don't particularly like any of North Korea's policies or practices, and I don't understand why it still exists as a nation. But they could have gotten a lot, gotten away with it a lot better if they had simply done the cyber damage they had done, had released embarrassing emails, had made public a few movies, you know, little stuff like that. Almost almost virtual pranks, if you will. It only turned comically against them when they threatened to bomb theaters.
0: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, up until that point, it was all just embarrassing a bunch of people. And very bad embarrassing, but you're you're exactly right. It's very easy to pass off as, oh, this was anonymous, or this was that Fortune guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All four chins. Um, Yeah, I mean, up until that point, they didn't even have to say anything. It was basically like they got in a free shot on a bully from their standpoint. Okay, From, from their point of view, the U.S. is a bully. They got a free punch in on him, a sucker shot that he didn't even know and couldn't retaliate against. Okay, they won. But as soon as they started doing those stupid threats of theirs that no one thought could possibly be done... It would be taken seriously. Um, that kind of galvanized us. It's like no one tells Americans what to do. Yeah. So um, that kind of been- worked against them.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and just as a follow up, I saw the other day the interview is going to be on Netflix here in the next few weeks. Oh nice so they can we, you can watch it worldwide.
1: Now um the NSA and the FBI both said that really the attacks were not all that complicated, they weren't that serious. It's almost by luck that they got in at all. It was a spear phishing attack. So basically the same stuff that usually ends up in your spam folder.
2: Social networking,
1: right? For but halfway through. Halfway through they got lazy. North Korea got lazy and used their own IP addresses. They basically connected directly into Sony's servers without routing it through any proxies or off of any other networks. Uh, and that's where they were able to get back in and see, oh, yep, that was them. And they've done this before. They've tried to attack other installations around the world um, and have connected directly to their target from their IP address.
0: Well, and because of that, there's a lot of people that are still skeptical that this was actually North Korean job.
1: I, I got news for you people. Sometimes a conspiracy isn't a conspiracy. Sometimes people are just stupid i it's it's just fact it's another hashtag fact Yeah, just saying
0: <laughs> um, i was just waiting to see how much dead air we could have there as we all let that, that yeah as we all let that sink in you know sometimes stupid is just stupid
2: and there's a lot of stupid on the internet
0: <laughs> oh boy yes <laughs> okay there we go
1: i was just waiting to see who broke first okay Schmidt, you would be terrible in interrogation they'd just, break you immediately
0: i'll mute i'll mute my mic next time <laughs> episode 200 the awkward silence episode
1: <laughs> What hour hashtag six. silence okay um google google kind of everywhere literally um google was in talks, and evidently finalized talks, with our very favorite Elon Musk. The real-life Tony Stark, who has founded SpaceX a while ago, and is working on privatizing the space industry. Well, the issue is is that as more things go up into space, the more it needs to communicate back with Earth. And with more with how the internet grows further and further, we need internet around the world more and more. The two problems can actually be solved the same way and that is by getting the internet into space.
2: Yeah, they need Netflix on the on the international space station.
1: Dude, no work would get done. <laughs> None. They'd watch every episode of Archer and not do anything else.
0: And that's a problem how? <laughs> and then once that was done, breaking bad. <laughs> I want it's to see things.
1: NASA propose a scientific experiment for that. What happens when you binge watch 14 days of TV in in microgravity? <laughs> do you turn? Do you end up like those people on wally e um, So it turns out that Google is going to uh, provide the oomph, as it were, in the form of a billion dollar investment in SpaceX. I think this is awesome. Okay, I, I have my own reservations about Google being everywhere, but you know what? I don't care. Because the more the internet is in space, the more that it almost vicariously gets us into space. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Well, I, and I think the more that Google owns this this realm, the less that it will be in Facebook's hands. Which is trying they're they're trying to do the same thing. So.
1: Yeah, people, I'd, we don't need your likes up in space. We <laughs> don't rather, need. Yeah. We don't need that. Which yeah, bias feed survey are choose, you like? Click I'm here. <laughs>
2: I'm going to choose one of two evils, I'd choose Google over Facebook.
1: Yeah. Now, one of the big reasons why I say that the more the internet is in space, the more we are in space, um, Chris Hadsfield, um, commander of the ISS, who just recently retired, uh, recently like last year, uh, really kind of... Showed everyone what can be done with social media and space. He was posting YouTube videos. He was posting Facebook updates. And the more we got to see of all of it, the more excited everyone got about space again. You know, school kids were able to write in and send questions, and he'd send videos back. And it was just—it was kind of amazing, you know. And in that way, it could only help space. And conversely, uh, going the other way, the more that people in space are connected with the ground the more it allows them to do as well the more communications can happen the more imagery they can send back just it's just all around good stuff yeah
0: the problem though is we're completely relegated to hitching a ride with the russians whenever we want to go into space now because our government has essentially neutered our space program
1: in a way, yes, but in another way, it's changed something. I, I think this actually happened last week, and we didn't put it in the headlines. But it's just, it's just so cool. It's science news. For the very first time ever, we have emailed a tool up to the ISS. Yeah. I don't know if you guys, Schmidt is nodding, uh, Zana. I don't know if you heard or if our listeners heard. I did hear a, it, but
0: that's going to make it that much easier when the aliens invade for us to upload a virus onto their mothership. <laughs>
1: Uh, not quite the same, <laughs> a lot and I'll explain why. Um, <laughs> so they needed a tool on the ISS that they didn't have. They had to fix something, and they did not have the tool necessary to do it. Well, they could wait until the next shipment comes up, by which time they possibly would be dead or just annoyed. I don't know what it was they were fixing. But also, you've got to think, any tool that they take up there takes fuel to take up there you know and if something happens to it they need to send up another one so instead they sent up a um a file they they built a file to build the tool emailed it up there and they 3d printed it on the station and created their own copy of the tool
0: that's awesome yeah,
1: that amazing. is beyond awesome
0: it's be awesome
2: well and, and i i don't know if it's this, the same one but yeah the uh, a a wrench broke yeah yeah and they and they 3d printed the replacement parts for it and that yeah that's that's just so cool that's beyond awesome that's be awesome
0: <laughs> you know you think about that though it's a very simple thing mm-hmm. when you're stuck on earth when you're up floating not even in the atmosphere i mean that's that's quite impressive that that's very impressive
1: it makes you kind of wonder, you know in in Star Trek, you always have the transporters, right, and in Stargate, you have wormholes and, and they use wormhole technology to transport things, but maybe in reality, what it's going to be that transports is simply 3D files, 3D it's printers, fine. yeah, instead of breaking down something like from matter into energy, beaming that energy to somewhere else and recreating the matter, maybe they're just simply going to email an attachment and print it on the other side.
2: That's kind of how I always thought about how the replicator works on the Star Trek Enterprise. It's like, you want an, you want an Earl Grey hot? Okay, here's the file for it. Let me print that for you, you know, in, in simpler terms, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, right so. up until North Korea hacks your replicators and, yeah, <laughs> screws with everything. Then you get oxblood soup, no matter what you ordered. <laughs> nope. Dirty Korean food. <laughs> No, I'm joking. It's actually really good.
0: I'll give you some kimchi okay. with
1: it. I hate kimchi. I'm the only one in my family who hates it. I, mean, I think I'm the only Asian who hates kimchi, <laughs> but I hate kimchi. Um, it's like everything that's worst. The worst parts of German food mixed with the worst parts of Asian food all in one jar. Wow. <laughs> that's Things pretty like bad. Just, just dump a bunch of Cholula into uh, some uh, sauerkraut, and there you go. That's kimchi.
2: Actually, that would... <laughs> be pretty good.
1: (laughs) Don't you dare. (laughs) Okay, uh, into some other Google news and how they're taking over. And this one actually does have me not concerned. Well, okay, let me get to that. It turns out that um, Google has been in talks with both Sprint and T-Mobile to offer their own data plan or data carrier or cell service. That part's a little bit unclear still, but it could be coming up within the year that you could buy Google plans why <laughs> well and this
2: is this is weird to me how or why it took so long because when when the Google phone was first announced uh, what, almost 10 no about 8 years ago um, this is what we thought it was going to be we, we thought they were going to release the phone and have their own their own wireless carrier and uh, with the way google worked back then everything was free right and so we thought okay they're they're going to have a phone their own wireless carrier you pay for the wireless carrier but the phone will be free um it, so it kind of made sense and then when they just released just the phone and no talk of a wireless carrier everyone was thinking well what 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 do we do with this you know so yeah, i t- i do t- remember it, that i'm wondering why this took so long cuz it just makes sense for google to do this
1: well, and they also did bring up uh this article brings up that they were ready to do this like last year. Mhm. That that is when they wanted to do it and uh they just they weren't able to get get it out. However, um bear with me here. My knee-jerk reaction is that I don't like this. Um And I can't, and I I fully identify that that is a knee-jerk emotional reaction. I have no reason. I can't think of any logical reason why this is bad. It just—it's kind of a, a warning light popping in my head. That wait a minute, isn't this like the very definition of a monopoly to have one corporation who makes my phone on their service, using their services with all my information? Like, isn't that? like the scary version of the sci-fi that we usually see in movies that's a good point
0: well you know you think about i mean we've talked about how difficult it is to escape the google ecosystem with android and with gmail and all the other apps and services that they provide if they're your cell phone provider as well you're screwed you're never getting away from google (laughs) yeah you're right it it just gives you that
2: extra layer that you have to go through if you want to get away from Google. Um, One of the plus sides to this is that maybe finally Google Voice will be integrated in
1: with your actual cell service. Oh, that'll be totally worth it. Never mind. Forget (laughs) everything I just said. That makes it worth it. You know what I'm saying? Because
2: with Google Voice, they've they've owned Google Voice longer than they've had Google phones. Um, I think they bought uh, Grand Central back in 2003, I want to say. But... um, They still haven't been able to get it to work correctly with SMS, with MMS, with regular cell service. So, hopefully, this is the step that they need to take to fix that finally. Even
1: if it only fixes it just for the Google carrier. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, for better or for worse, alarm bells are going crazy in my head. And now, when I go to space, Google's going to be there, too. (laughs) The biggest alarm bell
2: I have is that they're piggybacking off of... Sprint and T-Mobile only. Oh, this um, is true. And once they once they can get on Verizon and AT and T as well, uh, then then it will start looking better. So I don't I don't know.
0: Well, I think better is all from your point of view. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just
1: true. I'm just waiting for details to come out and us to find out that they're going to do internet the same way that BlackBerry did for their devices, like everything routes through Google servers to get to you. Hmm. Which is, everyone will think, oh, hey, that's great, because all my services are through Google, right up until the first service outage knocks everyone out, just like what happened to BlackBerry. Yeah. Just Every saying. time they
2: have a Google Docs outage. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. Can't sign in to, into Gmail? Sorry, your phone doesn't work. Can't make a call. Um, Sorry. <laughs> in other mobile news, T-Mobile announced something recently, and... Um, AT&T uh, followed suit, and actually that's not entirely accurate, but we'll get into the lie, uh, that if you don't use all your data one month, you can roll it over into the next month and have it count towards that month's, month's data cap. This isn't new, actually. Singular Wireless, which was split off from AT&T before being bought back into AT&T when they reconnected Mob L, um they actually first did this, both minutes and data, back when you had to count your minutes.
2: Mm-hmm. Those are those annoying commercials where they had the, the, the family th- yeah, throwing
1: minutes. away their minutes. <laughs> These minutes are still good, but those are last month's minutes. But they're still good. <laughs> um, yeah, Verizon says no. They're not going to do that. They don't care. They're going to stick to their current traditional data plans. Uh, and if you don't use your data, it's your own fault.
0: Well, and the reason that they're not going to do this is because Verizon is, quote, a leader, not a follower. What does that have to do with anything? Companies are out there saying this is what works. This is a good thing, and Verizon's like, no, we're going to be dicks about this because Coffee's we're leaders. Closers, man. <laughs> we we are the leaders in dickery. Us and Comcast. Yeah, well, see, and that and that's unfortunate. We have we have
2: people like Elon Musk who are giving his plans out for the Hyperloop and you know trying to make things open and then you have friend chamo over here saying no i'm i'm gonna do this my way don't give me anything for free i we're gonna be a-holes <laughs> i don't know that's you, you see a, a complete 180 difference between you know keeping something open and then having
1: something closed." Yeah. And what's worse is the fact that it's the people like Shamo who want to make money off things that limit the things that Elon Musk gives because they can't make money off of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. he he actually said quote um that uh, that they're not going to do it quote just not be not going to compete with that because it doesn't make financial sense. In other words, "F you, give me money."
2: I like More. money. Yeah,
0: I mean these guys I I've never been so happy to have no longer be a Verizon customer, as I am, when I see this, these types of articles.
1: Wow, that looks like the mother of all run-on sentences, right there. Yeah,
0: it just kind of farted. That had out like of four subjects and like three <laughs> verbs, and it just kind of farted out of my mouth. I apologize.
1: <laughs> um, and, and I and I swear you used Dickery as a prepositional phrase. I'm I, not sure how that happened, but <laughs> like, like you broke the laws of grammar.
0: I broke all sorts of laws of grammar, or, or did I break them, or did I use them all?
1: I just I just saw Eldric ruins come out of your mouth. I didn't even hear words. Um, okay, uh, in I think our last little bit of mobile tech, um, Apple, which admittedly usually has awesome battery life. If you've ever used an Apple mobile device an iOS device, typically their batteries are awesome. You know, you can use an iPad for two days, and so long as you're not doing any heavy gaming on it, you're just fine. An iPhone easily lasts all day. Uh, even the iPad Airs and the MacBooks, you know, they are the leaders in battery life on any test you give it. Evidently, that's not the case with the upcoming Apple Watch, which, at latest report, can last for between two and a half to four hours. Which isn't good for a watch. <laughs> um, My watch can last 14 days. Granted, it's just a watch. Um, But even these uh, second-generation smartwatches that everyone else is making can at least make it a day.
2: Yeah, the the Pebble, I think, lasts about four days. Um, The LG G Watch R goes all day. I think its running time is about 18 to 20 hours. So, yeah, this 2.5 hours, not good. I don't want to sit there at my desk having my watch plugged in (laughs) while I'm at work, you know?
1: Yeah, that defeats the purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really get the impression that Apple still doesn't quite understand what the purpose is for a smartwatch. <laughs> I'm dead serious. When when they showed it off during their, their last conference and look at all the stuff you can do with it, and you're watching going, why would I do any of that with a watch? That makes no sense. Their complicated <laughs> display, their interface, the weird sea of icons that you can like scroll through. It was yeah. like, I don't think Apple has clue one what you're supposed to be doing with this.
2: There, there are people that Cupertino who I'm sure their commute is longer than two and a half hours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> get up, from, go to work, get to work, recharge your watch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, so you're not supposed to buy just one watch. You're supposed to buy ten watches.
1: <laughs> no, that's what it's going to be, yeah. <sighs> get him the gift this Christmas you know he wants, an Apple iWatch 5-pack. Um <laughs> Yeah, they're going to sell them like in stacks of double A's. Um, So that's kind of funny. Also funny, BlackBerry, um, okay, we've given BlackBerry a lot of hate, and the reason being is because they do stupid things. Um, And they say stupid things, and they tweet stupid things, and they put stupid things up on their site. Be bold. (laughs) And evidently, um, they think stupid things, too. CEO John Chen, who I have generally praised for doing really awesome things to try his best, his damnedest to turn his company's fortunes around, just almost in spite of the company itself, like the company seems bound and determined to shoot down every effort he ever does. He unfortunately then put out a um, a blog post where he reworked the definition of net neutrality to basically mean people who don't like him or like his company. I'm going to read this for you quickly here. Um, Unfortunately, not all content and application providers have embraced openness and neutrality. Unlike BlackBerry, which allows iPhone users to download and use our BBM service, Apple does not allow BlackBerry or Android users to download Apple's iMessage messaging service. Netflix, which has forcefully advocated for... Carrier neutrality has discriminated against BlackBerry customers by refusing to make its streaming movie service available to them. Many other application providers similarly offer service only to iPhone and Android users. This dynamic has created a two-tiered wireless broadband ecosystem in which iPhone and Android users are able to access far more content and applications than customers using devices running other operating systems. These are precisely the sort of, dis- sort of discriminatory practices that neutrality advocates have criticize at the carrier level end quote he goes on from there um dude that's not what net neutrality is you can't i it's not their fault your phones suck (laughs) I, i is that is that succinct enough did i put a pin
2: on it yeah that's pretty much it i he i and continuing on he says he says we truly want a free open and non-discriminatory internet well you know what if you want a if you want a free open and non-discriminatory internet don't create a crap os and a crap device
1: <laughs> that can barely browse them
2: <laughs> he wants netflix on on the blackberry classic the blackberry classic wouldn't even be able to support 1080p it's a 720 by 720 device how does he expect people to watch netflix on that
1: yeah, I think you were actually the one who sh- who told us that uh, in an interview a couple of years ago. Netflix said the reason they don't support Blackberries is because they don't want to have to figure out how to support a three sixty or a three twenty p resolution.
2: Yeah, true story. It, uh, it's it's it boggles the mind how someone can think like that. We're, and even I th- I think Zana brought it up that you know Blackberry when they started out. They didn't want apps on their phone. They were closed off so much that it was a business-only device. Well, and you it, could
0: do everything from the browser, so why would you need an app?
2: Yeah, it's, that was their mentality. And so now they're trying to say, I, it, it's the developer's fault. <laughs> this is not making sense.
1: Not looking good for BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. What's really funny is the fact that BlackBerry did lock people out of BlackBerry Messenger for years. Mm-hmm. It was proprietary only to BlackBerry. You wanted BBM, you had to get a BlackBerry. It was only when they finally realized that they were dying and they were hemorrhaging money left and right that they put a bid in to get it onto iPhones, only to get more business, and it 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 saved them. It I think if they did not do that, BlackBerry
2: would truly be dead right now.
1: Well, even if and currently you can run Android apps on Blackberries. You can get an actual Google Play Store. Side loaded onto a BlackBerry and run Android apps. And in fact, a recent review we read of the BlackBerry Classic, really the only thing they talked about was how well it ran Android apps because <laughs> it didn't have any BlackBerry apps to run. Here's a hint. It didn't do it well. So, um, wow. John Chen, you just lost whatever respect you'd gained from me. Um, you may have some good ideas on how to save your company. You also have a lot of good ideas on how to absolutely sync it. Uh, And I guess you're great at doing both. So hats off, I guess. Um, In another tech headline, this one from Microsoft, they came out with a press conference yesterday where they basically showed that they have a deep science division uh, of mad scientists who have been working on stuff that we had only kind of been hinting at in our wildest dreams. First up is Windows 10 won't get into the name thing. Schmidt and I had that out in the pre-show. You, sh- you missed it. Uh, but remember a few weeks ago, Schmitty and I agreed that Sony had this awesome feature on the PlayStation that you could stream your gameplay from the PlayStation 4 to your Xperia phone so you could, or a tablet. So you could play it anywhere in the house, and it was still running on the PlayStation. It was just streaming input and output from your phone. So you didn't have to be in front of your TV. And we said, that is awesome. And for those reasons and those reasons alone, Sony was starting to win us over with their feature set. You remember that, Schmidty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Microsoft came out and said, "Mm, how about we do that with with Windows 10? Yeah, let's do that. If you've got an Xbox One on your home network, you can stream it to any Windows 10 device. Phone, tablet, laptop, computer. You can play your Xbox One game on any of them. Well, that's oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Oh, how about we also give you Windows 10 free? If you have Windows 7, Windows 8, or 8.1, we'll give you Windows 10 for free for the first year. And Windows Phone 8.1. Yeah. If you have Windows Phone 8.1, we'll also give you Windows 10 on that as well. How's that? Oh, oh, oh yeah, sure. We'll take that. How about we also give you baked in Cortana integration on all levels? <laughs> uh, to which I said, oh, hell yes. Because Google now has been very nice, it's treated me well, I've gotten past its personality deficiency, but I've missed my Cortana. I really have. Um and finally, Internet Explorer may be going away. They're gonna right. keep it, but code name, but browser codename Spartan is evidently out to save us from Internet Explorer. Yeah,
2: I and even I, I'm I'm an IE uh anti ie I can't. You're a hater. Yeah. I'm an IE hater,
1: and I think Project Spartan looks awesome. I mean, now, now we did talk earlier about names, okay? And, and Schmidty pointed out that names don't bother him as much as they sometimes bother me. Uh, hence, <laughs> you know, the Windows Ten comment there earlier. However, I would like to point out that Project Spartan is a code name, right? right. And chances are very good they're not going to keep it.
2: But they also said they're not going to stick with the IE name either right
1: which is why i worry that it's going to be something corporately bad so it's going to be like internet commander internet i don't know anything that is as cheesy as internet explorer that's internet navigator yeah that still (laughs) brings up those bad flavors in your mouth that's yeah i
2: would rather they stick with project spartan just because of the it it matched with cortana but But I I I still stick with it, no matter what name it is. It's going to be okay with me.
1: I would, I, I would take any other name. It doesn't even have to be a real word. Okay, look at the most popular browsers out there: Safari. What does hunting wildlife have to do with browsing the internet? Nothing. Okay, Chrome. It's part of a car. Firefox. Not even a real thing. Actually, it is. But, (laughs) yep.
2: You know what I'm saying? It's like... <laughs> the, there is a fox called the Firefox.
0: Well, I, I thought Firefoxes <laughs> were red pandas. Yeah, yeah. Which, oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, is which a panda, isn't a panda or a, or a fox. It's like a bear. What the crap? Yeah. And it's not fire either. It does breathe fire. <laughs> is that what happened when I was at the zoo in San Diego the other day? Because I lost my eyebrows when I was looking at those. Am yeah, I've seen an eyebrow...
2: That's why it says, do not feed the Firefox jalapenos, please. Okay. Well, you just
1: thought that was a browser warning. I, I thought it had to do with <laughs> diarrhea, but whatever. Makes- you're like, this is the worst pop-up ever. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, it's like, if you're going to name it something, name it something that has nothing to do with computers or internet at all. Yeah. Even if it's a bad name, we'll still accept it better than, you know, internet awesome. <laughs>
0: That and would actually the, be a cool browser name, the awesome browser.
2: One of the cool things they they did at the press release was they, you know, they had the, the screen in the in the back, that big eighty inch screen in the back that they were showing a lot of things on, and then towards the end, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, this is a Microsoft Surface, and they started interacting with it, and it, it, the things you can do on that, coupled with Windows Ten. Like Duke said earlier, they've, they've got mad scientists working there. It's,
1: <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, wait. When, when did you get these guys? And how long have they been locked up down in that dungeon thinking this stuff up? <laughs> it's like they've been down there since Windows 95, just waiting for the technology to make their dreams reality. The last yeah. thing we want to quickly touch on is Microsoft HoloLens. Uh-huh. The most awesome technology you may never need to use, but you want anyway. I, is there a better way to describe it than that?
2: Pretty much. No, no, no. I, I need to use these. But other than that, yeah. I will invent <laughs> any
1: number of reasons to use these things just so I can use them. <laughs> Want to record a podcast? Sure. Why not do it in three-dimensional holographic VR? Uh, so they look like um very European sunglasses. But what it does is it projects a holographic image ahead of you and allows you to interact with it in three dimensions. And when we say interact with it, we mean, like, there was a person designing things. It just... Not even click-and-point style, like... Drag-and-drop style, kind of. Like, like Legos, like virtual Legos. Yeah. Uh, there was a video of someone playing Minecraft with them, where they stuck a block of TNT into a wall next to them and blew up the wall. It is yeah. awesome. Um, Microsoft is currently using it to help map out Mars, so, eventually, we'll be able to strap on our HoloLens VR goggles and walk around in Mars.
2: Also very awesome.
1: <laughs> it is just so freaking cool. Um, again, we don't have any real uses for it yet, but I'm sure we'll invent some. Yeah. One one of the uses that they,
2: they showcase is something that they've hinted at for a while. Um, being able to watch TV on any surface... And it makes sense now with the HoloLens. You can put on the HoloLens, fire up Netflix, and stare at a blank wall and watch Netflix on that wall. You know, So you don't need to bring your 40-inch TV into
1: the kitchen with you. You have your HoloLens now. Put it on any Boy, service. I bet you those guys who made the 60-inch tablet are feeling stupid now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You still can't fit the Hololens in your back pocket, though. Just saying, <laughs> closer uh, <okay>. to. <laughs> I want to.
1: I want to. I, I can't wait till the Hololens becomes more um, adopted, like more in the market, and the new pastime is developed of figuring out what people are watching or doing based upon their hand gestures. <laughs> you just see a bench full of people with their VR goggles on and their hands doing various things. Like, okay, well, he's watching porn. Um, He's playing Minecraft. I don't know what she's doing. VR knitting? Is that a thing? He's playing Forza Motorsport. Oh, no, she's actually knitting. Oh, okay. okay. Just watching something while doing it. Oh, that was confusing. Um, Hey, let's keep moving. Uh, we're only halfway through the headlines and three quarters of the way through the show.
0: That makes for Sam's- an awesome show, by the way.
1: Yeah, I know. It just means that I have to condense it down to an hour, and we all sound like chipmunks. By the way, if anyone wonders why I talk so fast on the show, it's because we usually go like 10 minutes over, and I have to condense it back down to an hour, (laughs) which takes my already already slightly faster than normal speech and accelerates me so I sound like I'm just hopped up on medication.
0: See, you're you're (laughs) not supposed to give away secrets, man. This is like trade secrets.
1: We, by the we way, tried offset- he does the same thing for zero punctuation. He doesn't actually talk that fast.
2: We tried offsetting it one week by all of us talking slowly, but instead of condensing one hour and ten minutes, we were condensing three hours, so it had the same effect.
1: <laughs> that was the worst show ever. <laughs> Start a statement. Forget what you were saying halfway through. Um, Samsung has announced that they will no longer be carrying Qualcomm chips. Uh, no now, more Snapdragon. Now, this is interesting to me, um, and and I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on here. Remember last week when Apple was suing Qualcomm, saying that they were enforcing all these different licenses and patents and regulations that didn't actually need to be enforced? Mm -hmm. And now Samsung is dropping Qualcomm as well. That being said, okay, conspiracy off to the side there. I don't think that has anything to do with the other. Samsung has claimed that the new Snapdragon eight ten chip overheats and isn't up to performance standards, and so they're going to go with their own in house chip for the first time ever for the next Galaxy S. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that either. I'm, and, and here's why: I have a Snapdragon eight hundred one in my G three. Schmidty does as well, and under heavy load, yes, it does get a bit warm. And the next one, the 810, is supposed to do about the same thing, but it's not going to be, you know, leaps and bounds more than the current one. I think Samsung is just trying to bring everything back in-house. They're trying to get the Tizen operating system off the ground in their own phones. They're trying to get their own chips back in the phones. I I think they're just trying to get away from everyone else.
2: While also putting bad... A bad taste in everyone's mouth about the Snapdragon, right? Which is yeah. in the LG. Uh, I think HTC has it. So yeah, so it's a it's a it's a two fell swoop. They they're giving people a reason why they're coming back to Samsung, or or in house, while also giving people a
1: reason to dislike the competition. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know what? As as scummy as that kind of seems, I'm okay with it. And and here's why: uh, the latest round of smartphones. Okay, you know, Colin got his Galaxy S5, and Schmidt and I got a, uh, a G3, and Zoner, didn't you get a new Nexus, or?
0: I've got a Nexus 5. I, I'm rocking old school.
1: Yeah, uh, but, and everywhere you go, you read the reviews, and hey, look, CPU-wise, they're all about the same. Well, that makes sense, because they're all using the same CPU. Hey, memory-wise, <laughs> they're all about the same. Yeah, because they're all using the same memory. Oh, check it out! This one has slightly better screen. Yeah, it's because that's the only thing that's different amongst all of them. You take all the top level phones, and they're all using the same components. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It really comes down to well, what do you want? I don't know. I I guess this one. Sure, I like how it looks a bit better, but it's all the same phone, really. I kind of like the idea of hey, this phone is actually different. There's actually a reason why, you know is faster or slower than the other ones. There's actually a reason to shop for these things again.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, case case in point when when it came to when it came up to decide between the Galaxy S5 and the LG G3, it was literally do I like the look of it? You know, well the S5 is water resistant, but the LG G3 just looks better, feels better. You know, it it wasn't to the point of of
1: comparing specs cuz they were almost identical phones. <laughs> So yeah, that's a good point. So I don't know how this will work out in the end, but I think it's kind of cool. All, all the same. Uh, our next headline actually is kind of significant, believe it or not. And it comes from Facebook. Yes. I love you, family, my family, my friends. Um, I love you dearly, but I hate your Facebook feeds. <laughs> I hate them. Schmitty hates them so much. He's not on Facebook for this reason. Like he is, but he never logs in. Yeah. Uh, Zoner is, but he refrains from posting anything because, yeah, and you know what I'm talking about. It's that relative that you love, but they keep posting the same crap to their Facebook wall that has been disproven everywhere. You know, five I'm years saying? ago. <laughs> yeah, Bill Cosby is 85, and he's tired of fighting for ISIS against the powers who mm-hmm. actually orchestrated the 9/11 attacks and the moon landing. Robert gets struck by lightning after robbing a church. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, what this teenager did after robbing this guy will blow your mind and restore your faith in humanity. You know,
2: (laughs) blue whale found in the middle of a Farmington field.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hate crap like that so much. Facebook and I have a very much hate-hate relationship. I'm pretty sure Facebook hates me because I don't utilize it the way that they want me to. And I hate Facebook because of all the link bait and crap that gets fed to me. Yeah.
2: Well, and like I told you guys before the show, I think the last 10 comments I've left within the past four months, I think eight of them were uh, something along the lines of, no, that's a hoax. No, that's not false. Here's a link to (laughs) Snopes.com.
1: And I do the same thing. And inevitably, I'm called the jerk for pointing out that someone is incorrect. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah like, one
2: person said, Oh, you ruined that for me. I'm like, No, the, the person that made the hoax ruined it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Pretty sure it wasn't me.
1: Uh, so, Facebook has decided to start rolling out a new feature where if someone keeps commenting that this source is incorrect, they will automatically start flagging it. So it'll still show up at least how they've shown it right now. And I'm sure this is going to get tweaked over the years. You know, this is something that's going to need to be tweaked. But if it's The Onion and it's a satire piece or if it's Stephen Colbert or the, you know, the, the Daily Show or something that is known to be satire, it's going to leave it because that's humor. But if it's something that has been repeatedly flagged as false or people have repeatedly linked Snopes on it it's going to start flagging it with warning this content has been shown to be inaccurate which is a little step but i think it's a good step
2: how many people are going to read that though i mean uh, they have a they have a screenshot of what it might look like how it says many people on facebook have reported that this story contains false information but it's it's a smaller text it's a little gray how many people are going to notice that? They're just going to see the
1: picture and see that, oh, I really? It's, I think it's more so you don't have to be the bad guy, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and tell grandma that Ted Cruz and Barack Obama are actually alien lovers, <laughs> you know, so you don't have to be that person that kind of points out, hey, you know, the Internet and how it lies. Yeah, it lied to you and you fell <laughs> for it. Now, I want to know kind of how they're going to quality control this because there's a lot of people. This is not a political debate, but you know who I'm talking about. That person in your family who's either so hardcore one way or so hardcore the other way that it could, in fact, be an entirely factual news report about something. Mm -hmm. And they're flagging it as false. Oh, that's not true because I read somewhere online that this actually happened or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all we all know them. they're either in our family or they married into our family or they're the family of someone who married into your family <laughs> you know what i'm saying they're,
2: they're, yeah and, and, everyone and if facebook has them. if facebook does this correctly or the way that they should it it will discount if you know if, if 5000 people see this and only one person says that it's false i i want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they're going to discount that you know if 5000 people see it and 4000
1: 999
2: of them are saying it's false. It's going to f-
1: flag it. You know, I yeah, but in the echo chamber that is social media, where typically the people who you are friends with online are people who echo your own you know, let let me let me throw something out there, okay? And again, not not trying to turn this into a political thing but a recent headline was uh when the commission came back and found that the white house had no wrongdoing in benghazi okay that was a real headline it got a lot of posts on facebook okay let's say that i belong to a super conservative family um all my friends are the exact same way you know what i'm saying And, and again it could go either way and Of my 5,000 friends, 4,999 of them are all going on about how wrong it all is and how false it all is. Good point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is it going to take someone whose job it is to actually sit there at Facebook and go, no, these people are just all in an echo chamber. It is not false. (laughs) Or is the algorithm going to start really freaking out when... (laughs)
2: I'm going to go a step further and say that most of those people aren't going to know about that report link, <laughs> so they're not going to report it. <laughs> I, that report link is more for people like us that do know that exists and, and do want to...
1: That's a good point. I'm just so, going to auto-hotkey it then.
0: What's, <laughs> what's going to end up happening is people are going to eventually wise up that that's there, and then you're going to see a thousand Facebook groups bring back the old Facebook.
1: <laughs> and we're going to mark them all as false. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah that's what's gonna happen I'm gonna start spamming it whenever someone links to another Facebook page <laughs> warning this site has been proven to have false information well yeah no technically it has <laughs> um, okay into two quick little uh, headlines here before our favorites first up remember that S- send your enemies glitter website that was that my favorite last week yeah yeah it's been awesome uh, the guy was immediately overwhelmed 2,000 orders he couldn't keep up with it he sold it for $85,000 <laughs> not bad for a couple of weeks worth of work all told i wish yeah. i had had a brilliant idea like that um i don't blame him i hope he spends that money getting rid of glitter everywhere like burning his house to the ground and building a new one a it miles away him. yeah miles away
2: <laughs> you can't get rid of glitter once you touch it it's always with you i think i still have a piece of glitter in
1: me from like elementary school You'll notice that the CDC has contamination protocol on how to clean Ebola off you, but they don't have anything to get glitter off you. That's not a coincidence it's because they know when to pick their battles.
0: yeah no. it's easier to get rid of Ebola than it is glitter no they they do have it you just haven't seen it
2: because in in the you know in the book that they have on how to clean Ebola and how to channel all these or fix all these other things the the uh, volumes to clean glitter is like five separate books of 8,000 pages each. And it's actually so you just, never see
1: those. It's actually <laughs> just two steps. And that's the reason they don't publicize it. Shoot the perp, burn the body. <laughs> that's the only way to be sure. Those are the mafia's way of, of handling it. <laughs> I heard you had some glitter for me. Pop. Okay. Um, and finally, a gentleman online was able to verify an exploit in Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Using the most complex exploit I've ever seen in my life, he was able to move certain sprites and certain pixels into certain areas of memory and use this to hack and basically rewrite code on the fly while playing the game and jump straight to the end of the the game, right into the credits. Yeah. I haven't heard yet if Google's Project Zero has given him given Nintendo 90 days to fix this or not. <laughs> but I'm quite sure we should start to see the steps outlined.
2: The, the thing that's funny about this is it's it's one exploit in one game that does one thing in particular and it's noose. I mean, yeah, it's cool to watch someone, you know, you know, actually do it, but how is that news? Well, I, I can't I believe know. they did it. Well, it's for yeah. Super
0: Mario World 2, which didn't that come out like in 1992 or something?
1: <laughs> with, with, with the Power Glove?
0: <laughs> no, Power Glove I, was a bit before that. But I love the Power Glove. <laughs> I do too.
1: <laughs> um, so, no, the, the, you have to watch the video. And the video is a bit on the long side, but to really get a sense of how he's doing this, because... He is opening up the code by moving things into certain spots. And by moving them there, it stores it in certain sections of memory. And when you do that, the code executes it as if it was a new command. And somehow, this command is to jump you straight to the end of the game.
2: Yeah, and it, runs, it's just, it runs the credit. It's, it's just insane.
1: So that's that, which is kind of cool. In case you thought you were a mad programmer geek, there's always someone worse than you. Or better, which depending on your view. <laughs> All right. Our favorites for this most awesome and excellent episode 200. Mine is from uh, Conan, Conan O'Brien, from his official channel. He had a special guest on his show who ended up not being on his show, and instead he went on to their show. He had Archer, Sterling Archer from the FX series, Archer, uh, which just started a new season. So very, very funny he had to leave his studio and he became animated and ended up helping Archer to kill uh, Russian hitmen who were after them. And you learn some disturbing things about Conan. <laughs> um, namely he really likes killing people. He didn't know it either. So it's kind of a surprise all around. Uh, except I just ruined it for you, but it's definitely worth checking out. It is probably one of my favorite Conan skits ever.
2: <laughs> uh, my favorite, uh, comes to us from action movie kid, uh, a YouTube channel. I've, I've shared some videos from them before. Um his latest video called Playtime with Dad, uh just some random playing around in the backyard and and in the car. Um so it's it's the same awesomeness you'd expect from from Action Movie Kid, just uh, a little more of it. So check it out.
0: And I too have a video this week. Um it is for the most exciting, most jam-packed, most fiscally responsible Super Bowl ad ever. Uh, Newcastle's Band of Brands, uh, which I guess is something that they're doing, Newcastle Beer or Ale or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't drink this stuff. But they got Aubrey Plaza to do a commercial to help promote this. And it goes just about exactly how you would expect hiring Aubrey Plaza to go. Uh, It's about a minute and a half long. And it is just a pure delight to watch her sarcasm and her her awesome intonation her, her blank
1: withering stare yes
0: <laughs> i i really enjoy her because she is just sarcastic and dry and it's just she cracks me up so um, it's not sarcastic
2: that's just the way she
0: talks yes yes <laughs> it's not a sarcastic commercial it's just how it is so check it out
1: very very cool all right well that is our show this week uh, again time lord colin will have regenerated hopefully by next week uh, we are going to Fanex. What is that, next week? Yes. Yep. Oh, my gosh. It's right around the corner. Hope to see you guys there. Um, in case we don't, let us know how you're feeling. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you'd like to hear. Feedback at StolenDroids.com or, again, 801-917-GEEK. Until next time, cheers. End
0: of line. Good day. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.